Hey guys, Beastlick here, and you're listening to the Beast Successful Podcast, Episode 2. Last week, I gave you an overview about why I started the podcast, a little bit about my background, and then I basically handed you my super secret recipe that I used and still use to be successful on Twitter and social media, which in the end, after you start doing it, you realize it's not so much a super secret recipe, but more of actually how you should use social media. Let's be honest. You're listening to the Beast Successful Podcast, your number one resource for tips and encouragement in all things related to working in the creative field. Beast Lick is a pianist of over 20 years, a husband and father, and an overall creative generalist with a goal to spread encouragement and positivity to others. In this podcast, you'll hear insights from him and other creatives in various fields to inform you of ways you can better represent yourself, your brand, or your team in order to build a better foundation underneath your road to success. All right, so real quick before we jump into interviewing people, I wanted to kind of go over some things that I do that help me organize my projects and kind of help me speed up my project completion time. And I feel like a lot of you can use this for just about anything that you are working on. I know a lot of people already utilize the Google Cloud apps like Google Sheets and Google Docs and Google Drive, and you probably already know about the nuances and all of the things that it has to offer. So if that's the case, a lot of this you might know. But if not, there may be a few things that you don't know. Whatever the case may be, I'd like to hear about it from you. If you're doing something with your Google Apps or with Trello that you didn't hear me say, and you're finding it helpful, I would love to hear from you. Shoot me a tweet or a message on Twitter. More info is good info. I'm just gonna do a brief overview of what you can do with these and how I use them, and then you can do whatever you want with that information. First of all, let's talk about Trello. I can find numerous ways that I can use Trello for just about anything. It's great as a management program. A lot of people who I've brought it up to, I've heard about it, but they're like, no, I hate it. I don't like the interface. I don't like how it works. But I never know if that's because of the kind of program it is, or they're just not used to how Trello works. Because Trello uses a similar interface to a lot of other card project management programs, even ones that I've used at my day job and the current project management software we use has a screen that works basically the exact same as how Trello works. So I think it might just be people not understanding how the program works and they don't, they're too lazy to dive into how it works and how to integrate it with what they do to help them. There is a paid version of Trello, but that's really only if you're starting to get into more business stuff and you need a larger team to organize a board on Trello. But for the most part, it's free and you don't have to pay for it, okay? Trello, in a nutshell, if you think about it, you start a board and on that board, you have columns. And within those columns, you have cards. Each card is a project. Any project you have has its own card. Now you can set up the columns however you want. And I think at this point, it becomes more of a personal preference. But for me, how you should organize it is in order from project start to project completion. So your columns could look something like 
project ideas, projects started, projects in review, projects completed, just as a simple idea. Now, within those columns, the first column, you would start adding cards of all the projects that you have, of all the things that you want to do. And as they go through the process, you're dragging those cards through the outline and you can visually see all of the work that you have and at what point in time they are to being completed. So that's kind of the big picture. Now, if you click inside of the card, you can give it a description, you can leave comments, you can add attachments, you can put a checklist in there. The cool thing about checklists, let's say you have 10 items on your checklist and you've finished five of them. When you back out of the card and you're looking at the whole board, your card will have a 5-10 telling you there's 10 things on your checklist that you've only finished five of. And that's a really great at a glance look saying to yourself, oh, it looks like I have five more things I need to do before I can move this card into review. If you're working with a couple of people, leaving comments on a card about what you're doing can be a good history for somebody else who opens the card and is wondering, I wonder what's happening with this card recently. And then they'll look down at the comments and be like, oh, um, so-and-so worked on this today, and that's why it moved over into this category. That's basically it in a nutshell for Trello. And I use it most often for just myself. So when I get a project from somebody through Twitter or through an email, I immediately create a project card for that project. And and I think I confuse people a lot because people will be telling me about their um, commission or whatever it is they're asking me about. I'll be like, okay, cool. I just created a project card for myself. And they'll be like, what? And I'll be like, I'm sorry, never mind. <laughs> I'm talking out loud to myself in text and it's okay. Ignore me. All right, let's move on to the Google Apps. Google Drive, to start for free, you get 15 gigabytes of space. Now, if you're just dealing with documents and sheets and maybe just images, 15 gigabytes will take you a very long way. I personally have Google Fiber, so Google Fiber comes with a terabyte drive. So those who have Google Fiber, I'm sure you already know because that's one of the great things about having Google Fiber is you get a whole terabyte now you can pay for a terabyte, it's only $10 a month. So if you're using a lot of space and you need cloud storage, really $10 a month for one terabyte is not bad in my opinion. Regardless of the size, Google Drive is a great way to house all of the files that you can think of. You can, you can access them from anywhere, on the desktop, on your mobile phone, there are apps. I use it all the time to like quickly check files of my own, like audio files. And then if it's an MP3, I can pop them up in my car and listen to them easily straight from Google Drive on the app. You can take a file and give it a universal sharing link so you can send it to multiple people. Or you can assign a file to specific people via email to keep it more private. You can also share entire folder structures, which is awesome for large projects. So if you have a project, you're on a team, you can start a folder for the whole team, share it with the whole team, and then you can make it to where anybody can create folders, move files around and that sort of thing. So it really kind of creates this collaborative experience, even though it's just 
file storage. Now, for Google Documents and Google Sheets, it's just like Drive. You have access to these everywhere, and they have their own apps, uh, which allows you to be able to edit files even on mobile, but you can still do it, and it's not hard. As you're making these files and changes, uh, as you're typing in a document or typing in a spreadsheet, everything is saved as you go on the cloud. Now you can go straight to Google Documents or Google Sheets in your browser or in your application and create a document. But my personal preference is to go inside of Google Drive. And when you're inside a folder on your drive, you can right click and say create new doc or create new sheet. Now the good part about that is that it, it does open up another tab for documents or sheets and you can name it, but it creates that sheet or document inside that folder on your drive. So it's, it's automatically organizing it for you in that fashion. Again, with docs or sheets, you can share them with people, anyone you want with a shareable link or to specific people using email. The great thing about documents and sheets, especially when you're sharing it with multiple people, is there's a, a live collaboration. So as other people are working in the document or the sheet, you can see a colored line where people are and you can see them adding stuff. Now, if they're logged in to their Gmail, you can see up in the upper right-hand corner who is in the document. But if they just open it up without logging in, it's anonymous. And I believe there's a setting when you share it that you can either set it for anybody can log into the link with the email, or you can require them to have a Gmail account. As everyone's editing their documents, it keeps a history of all of the changes. And if you go up to File and Show History, it'll show you each change and revision that happened, what date and what time it happened, and who made the change. And if you click on the revision on the list, it'll highlight the area that changed. So I think that's great because you can go back to a certain place if something happens or if somebody makes a change and you're not sure what happened, it'll tell you who did it. I think that's fantastic. Kind of to finalize that for you. So just remember, you know, documents, spreadsheets, Google Drive, you can access it from anywhere, your computer, your mobile phones, your tablets. You can edit docs from your computer or the apps. You can start it on your mobile phone when you're out if you have an idea and then finish it later on your computer. Whatever combination, you can do it. It literally has helped me boost my personal production and organization time for all of my projects for work, for home, anything. Now I would like to transition into telling you how you can speed up your project completion time. Now this is another thing where some of you might be familiar with and some of you might not, but maybe there are things that you can learn from this and if you do something different, again, I would love to hear from you and know about your successes in different ways that you do the same thing. Feel free to send me a message, you can email me be successful at gmail.com or you can hook up with me on Twitter at be successful. It comes down to one word, templates. Either your project has a built-in templates section or even a program that doesn't have templates, you can still save empty bones of a project and consider it a template. Whatever it is, the point is to speed up your project completion time, or more so, rewording it, is speeding up how long it takes you to 
begin a project so that your completion time can come sooner. So what you want to think about is think about when you start a project in a program that you use constantly, what are the things that you are doing to set up the project before you start it that you can have already ready for you? That's really it in a nutshell. For example, musicians. I have a lot of information for musicians because that's what I use it for. So for composing, set up projects that have various instrumentations that you use constantly. Even if they're just a foundation, you can still add or subtract, making you faster at starting your project and getting you done as soon as possible. For mixing and mastering, most programs allow you to save your sessions as templates, and if not, you can create an empty file. Create a session that has your tracks laid out already. All your instruments, all your vocals, all your buses. Again, you can add and subtract anything from that point, but at least a lot of it's already set up. Save your effects chains for various consistent instruments. Drum buses, bass, guitars, vocals. But again, for this, you only use them as a start. You don't just throw on these effects chains and call it good because every mix is different, but at least you already have the key effects in there. So what I do is I normally throw on the effects chain I have saved and it normally turns them all on. I quickly turn them all off and then I go through one by one and do my normal mix session. But they're already there so I don't have to find the plugin. And maybe there's a plugin in the chain that you don't need to use for that specific instance and that's fine. The key is it's a foundation. You don't have to go looking for the plugin. It's already there. Boom. Graphic artists. Have templates for your art programs. YouTube thumbnails. Have a template for YouTube thumbnails where it's already got your logo and branding ready. Or if you're a, somebody who works with clients and you make thumbnails, you have areas where logos and branding might already go. Maybe you've set up a layer with overlays for YouTube that shows you where content might be blocked by YouTube's overlays. Like when you're looking at thumbnails, on the home screen, you know, YouTube likes to put little timing overlays and symbols that might hide the artwork or hide important text you want people to read that they might miss. Game designers, a big one is a design document. A lot of you already know what a design document is, but it's, it's a template basically, right? That you go in and you fill in all of your game design document, which FYI, if you're not using a game design document when you're creating a game, it's pretty much a must because down the road, you can check to see if you're still being faithful to your original idea. And you can also double check to see if you missed any content you said you originally wanted because maybe you forgot. YouTubers and streamers can use this. Um, utilizing documents and sheets can really help you. Uh, for documents, you can outline your video. If you have people who edit your content for you, you can send them these outlines to kind of help them better edit the video to your original intent. Using Google Sheets can help you plan video content ahead of time. You can set up your columns like dates, video category maybe, some planned collaborations and their contact information you can save in here. In the end, you have this info to reference later and it's all in one place, right? It, it's all here to help you, okay? Even if it takes you that extra little bit of time in the beginning to set up, think about the time it's going to save you in the end because you don't have to worry about setting it up later. 
or finding that information or finding those plugins or figuring out where you need to put information in your YouTube thumbnail. So to wrap this up, you can couple both Google Cloud Apps and Trello together utilizing the universal share links, link to specific docs or sheets or even folders that are relevant to your Trello project and put those in your Trello cards. So using all of this together is going to make you way more productive. I, I know it because I do it and it makes me productive. I ensure you that you will be on track with what you want to accomplish as well as give you something to reference if you forget what you want to accomplish. Just remember that the effort that you put in to wanting to plan for your projects and organize your projects is really going to show at the end of the day on the finished product. If you come to the end and your finished product is so-so, it's okay, it could be better, maybe it's because you didn't plan for it. Maybe it's because you didn't organize properly. Maybe it's because you just kind of lost sight of what you were doing. But if you organize and plan and keep a reference of all the information you need, I really find that it would be hard to screw up. So I challenge you to use all these elements the next time you start a new project and let me know how it goes. I would love to hear any success stories from you guys who are listening and implementing these things for the first time. Again, if you want to contact me, you can send me an email. You can hit me up on Twitter. I would love to hear about it. All right, guys, that's it for this episode of the Be Successful podcast. I hope you have found it helpful or insightful or encouraging. Go out there, keep making your great content, keep sharing your content, and don't let other people tell you that your content doesn't matter because it does. Peace out, guys.